talk. I gotta tell what I feel. I gotta talk about my life as I see it. Biggie. Yo, what's up, Tom? Yo, what's going on? Hey, on, man. Hey, listen, this is um Dennis Jenkins with Dynamic Dads. I have a special guest on here, um, my man Tony, and he's going to come in today. He's going to talk about fatherhood and the single parenting. But first of all, let me let everybody know this is Dynamic Dads on Anchor Podcast, and Dynamic means positive and attitudes and full of energy and new ideas. So I just want to thank all my listeners out there for listening to all the other past episodes, and today... Like I said, I have a man from North Cackalack. Tony, what's up, my brother? Talk to me. Man, how you doing, man? What's going on with you? Man, I'm feeling good, man. I had a nice sunny day out here in Arizona. I'm just trying to set something up with you, man. Um, I just want you to give me, you know, a little, tell me something about yourself, man. Give me a little bio, short bio, so before we break this down real deep. Well, man, like you said, I'm out here in North Carolina, you know, enjoying this weather. Um, You know, just out here living day by day, you know, being a dad, you know, going through the ups and downs of everyday life, you know. But every day is a new day to learn something new. So, it's oh, so I'm so glad you're willing to learn, brother, because that's what life is about. For real. Man, I learned that. You taught me that over the years. Yeah, for, for my, um, my listeners out there, I'll just give you a little history, man, how me and Tom met before we go too deep into it. Before people saw us wondering how they so personal and close like that, you know, be transparent. I was um involved in a, with a mentor program, and Tony was the mentee. And um, it was at West Charlotte, right? Yeah, I was at West Charlotte. Yeah, he's at West Charlotte at the time, and so in the program that I was in, we went there, and um, they paired us up with different um different um young men at the time, and um, Tony was there. He chose me for some reason. I don't know. I guess he thought I was gonna be a pushover. So he figured, let me go over and get with this old cat. And so we became good friends, man. Over the years, we know we had some ups and downs. Um, it, it turned out to be great, you know, a great partnership, man. Are you still with me today? We're still hanging out, talking about different um, different business ventures, talk about life in general. And so now he has a young lady. He has a young daughter. And so today he's going to come on and talk to you about that um, and just what he's going through as far as life, you know, supporting his daughter and going to as, – as, just being a man, you know, and, and what it takes to be a man in the city of Charlotte, what it takes to be a man in this world. And that's why we call people dynamic dads because they're positive and attitude and full of energy and new ideas because in order to be a dynamic dad, you got to have those qualities. So tell me, Tone, I mean, just start off from the beginning, man. You're a father now, man. I mean, when I first heard that, I almost fell over. Man, me too. it's a it's a it's definitely a great experience um it's a learning experience um but you can't you know it's not something you can give up on um every day you're gonna learn something new about yourself about your child about how to handle situations you just got to know how to pretty much when it comes to being a dad you pretty much got to know how to face a challenge head on. You get what I'm saying? You can't be... Yeah, no doubt. You can't, you can't 
try to take any shortcuts with your own. You can't. Hmm. You can't. You can't. You know. You just gotta be there. You you gotta be there. You gotta be front and center over everything. And like I said, you're gonna learn something new every day. It's gonna be a whole lot of uh, what they what they call a whole lot of uh, whole lot of pressure out here. You know. Um. You know what being a dad also taught me. Uh, What's that, brother? How not to be selfish. You really can't be selfish being a dad because you you got a whole nother responsibility, which is a life. Oh, no doubt, man. But let me let me ask you this, brother. I got you down. I got you. I'm, I'm going live right now, so I don't have any <laughs> listeners, but that's okay. You hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Okay, we had a, a brief disconnection right there. So I'm on YouTube Live and I'm on StreamYard on Facebook Live. And so as those of like, you watching me, they probably wonder, you know, who are you talking to? I don't know if you can hear me. You hear my guest is um, Tony from North Carolina. Uh, what, what's your last name again? June. Tony June. Tony, that's right. Tony June. Tony June from North Carolina, from Charlotte, North Carolina. And I'm on here talking to him about um, parenting, you know, my podcast, Dynamic Dads. So don't be alarmed if you just see me think I'm sitting here talking to myself. I do have a guest, but I'm just trying this out today to see how everything goes on um, StreamYard and how it goes on my um, um, on Facebook Live and also my YouTube channel. So, Tony, let me just back this up a little bit, man, because you brought up some interesting points about um, being a father. So I just want to ask you, man, give me a history about um, your childhood, your, your, your upbringing, man, your life when you was coming up. Give me something about that. Well... Originally, I'm from. Uh, I was born in Albany, New York, but I was raised in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, moved up in Charlotte, um, age of twelve, turning thirteen. Me and my mother. Um, my mother, she was a single mother, taking care of me and my uh, one of my older brothers. I got a couple siblings, but she took care of me and one of my older brothers. Um, and she, mother and father, she was she was everything. Um, so, but she really did her best to keep me protected from all the, you know, everything in life that, you know, teenagers go through. She tried her best to keep me, you know, head head on point. Um, but yeah, you know, my child, my, my teenage years was kind of crazy. You know, I, uh, I guess you could say I'm pretty much trying to find myself, you could say, you know. Um, but luckily, I was able to have dynamic dads themselves, you know what I'm saying? Or father figures themselves able to guide me and help me along the way because it's not easy as just for a single parent, especially a woman. It's not easy trying to raise two men, so. Definitely, definitely, man. I mean, life is harder within itself, you know what I'm saying? And um, I understand what you're going through. Um, my mother was also, you know, a single parent. Um, so it's definitely, I understand what you're going through. You know, what she had to go through, but she did a great job, man. Like I said, there was some ups and downs, but um, she did a great job. Here you are, young man. I mean, you have a daughter now, so you understand the ups and downs that she was going through um, in, in your venture of uh, being a father. So let me ask you this, man. I mean, um, as you was growing up, you said, you know, you were, your mother was there for you and you have a father. How did that play in your life, man? I mean, when you, you know, before we met, I don't know if you had a mentor before me, but how did that play in your life, not having a man in your in your life all the time? Hmm. Man, I'm gonna be completely honest, man. It ain't I hope so, man. Be transparent hey. because there might be another young brother that's going through similar um, things right now. They need to hear it. 
Oh yeah, I don't, I don't, I really can't even speak for a whole lot of other people who uh, was raised in a single parent home. But not having a father in the household really, I don't really think it affected me as much. For the simple fact is because I mean, I, 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 mm, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I wasn't. I didn't miss anything. I ain't miss a home or food on the table, clothes on my back. You know what I'm saying? I ain't miss. I ain't miss nothing. Um, and luckily I was able to have uh father figures in my life. Well, a father figure in my life, you know, or a couple couple other um older older dudes that was, you know, had my best interests at heart. So I you know, I was lucky to have those I had with me, I had I had examples to lead by. Okay. It was so even when it comes to, you know, my you know, my brothers, things he might have went through or cousins or whatever. It's always, or even just influencers, just people, you know, that you're around all the time, you know, friends in school or not even friends, just people, just people, people in your neighborhood, people around you, all the, all the influences you got on a daily basis. What, what we all have as people is a choice to lead by example or follow by example. Um, You can either fall into everything that you see or you can see see what's going on Make your own decision, then make your own path. So I kind of think that's what what happened with me. I I was I was exposed to a lot, and I had a decision to make: that right. I want to go this route, or that I want to go this route. And I'm a I'm a going a little bit more vague in that. One route was keep getting in trouble, keep going through the same stuff, keep having the same results, or the other route was. I'm gonna mind my business, do what I need to do, so I don't gotta be, so I don't be backtracking. You know what I'm saying? So I don't gotta go through the stuff that I ain't trying to go through no more. That's them the kind, them the two options I had in my life. It was either look, you can. This is this is what's what's best for you to do right here, and this is what people who who was who was who was showing me that had real love for me. They was pretty much just telling me, look, this is what you really should be doing. I'm not telling you what to do. But this is the best route for you to have to help you have a better future. Right. Or, so, so, so let me ask you this. So, so that program when we met was that a program that you got involved with, not by choice, but because of the school, because you you maybe your mother or somebody decided, hey, you need to get involved with this program. Was that part of that situation? You know what? Uh, I, I I don't remember. I don't even remember how that went. How that, but I do remember. I remember seeing you in the black suit, and it was like I don't remember. I don't remember what time of year it was, or whatever it was, or why. Why I was why I was up, even up in there? I don't remember. <laughs> okay. But, but when when that 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 had jogged my memory when you was like West Charlotte, and then you you was mentioning all that because I forgot. I, I ain't even. I forgot how I um. How we met up in there? <laughs> yeah, I don't know exactly all the details of the program. It's been so long ago, but I just know there was a you know group of um a group of myself myself and several other men, and we had a pair up, and that's how we you know we we hooked up with each other. Like I said we had some bumpy roads in the beginning, you know, as we got to know each other, and as you got to know my family, we came a little closer. Word. 
Yeah. But I remember one time, man, I'm going to share a little funny story with the people, man, before we get a little deeper and get a little, a little transparent. And I, I ain't trying to embarrass you, bro, but I'm going to have to bring this one up, man. You might not, you might have forgot all about this one, man, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to you like this, though. And this is what happened. Um, We was down at the, at the pond, all right, the lake, whatever it say was. We, go, we went fishing. My son, Tone, and myself, we were out there fishing, you know, out there at the park. He had the little fishing poles. I don't know if we had anything, any serious fishing pole. We had something. And they was out there fishing. And um, I think Tone called something or my son called something. But they, I think it was my son called it. And then my, it was just a little thing, no bigger than the palm of my son's hand at the time. He was maybe like nine or ten. So it wasn't that big of a fish. And so the fish came up on, they, he brought the fish up onto the land, and the fish was jumping around. The fish wanted to get back in the water, so he jumped around. And my son had, had it by the rod, and he's looking at it. And then um, it hit the ground. So my son, he would jump where he was running from. He didn't want to get it. He didn't want no, no, no parts of it. So here comes Tone. And at the time, Tone had been getting in trouble. So I was like, I was like, oh, you all that tough. I even got a video of him on YouTube. So if you want to look it up, you, you know, to back up the story, because he might deny it. I got him on you. I got him on video. He can't deny this one. It's called the big, it's called the big catch. And this fish, like I said, was no bigger than the palm of, of the hand. About a little ten year old, so you knew that wasn't that big of a fish. So I'm like, Joe, get the fish off the hook. My son, like, no, no, no. So I said, Come on, Tone, get the fish. Tone go over there, and the fish move, jump, fish, and I'm um, Tone jump back. I said, Tone, what are you doing? He said, Nah, man. I said, Man, come on, big old bad Tone. You gonna tell me you scared of a little fish? Yo, and then check this out, people. Check this out, guys. This little boy, about half Tone's age, about probably younger than my son, maybe the same age, 10 years old. They was already fishing. So they was out there doing their thing. They was catching like three or four fish or more. They was just, they was racking up. So they seen, they seen the fish jumping around. They seen Tone and my son scared to get the fish. He came over there, grabbed the fish in the palm of the sand, took the hook out of his mouth, said, here you go. <laughs> oh, man, you talking about somebody hollering? I must have cried so hard, man. <laughs> hey, wasn't nobody playing with that little fish. <laughs> Big tough tone, scared of a little fish. I think that's the same thing I said on that video too. <laughs> but um, yeah, there was some some um some growing times, man. And um, you definitely over the years, man. Even when we went through, we had a couple of some some laughing moments, man. And we had some tough moments. I remember a couple of different scenarios, man. We're not gonna get too deep in that. I maybe let you go into all that, but um. We had some trying times, man. And I got one thing I can say is that, brother, throughout those times, your mother was right there for you um, through everything, ups and downs, man. You know, you guys went through a lot together. And um, I was glad I was glad to be a part of that, man, to see you grow, you know, see you mature. You know, and that's that's a great thing, man. So I want to ask you this this question, too. Now we talk about maturity, man. Now, you know, you have a, you have a daughter now. So you can tell us a little about your daughter um, and this your first your first words that you said are not even the first words, but when you first found out you was going to be a father, what went what ran through your head? Man, when I found out, to, honestly, ain't nobody even believe me. I, I was telling everybody that I knew close, ain't nobody was believing me. Like, yeah, man, little baby on the way. It was so crazy, man. I had just started a new job. I had just started doing cable. It was just a whole lot of changes. I don't know. Everything changed so quick when that when I found out. But man, just 
Man, I think the feeling I had when I found out I was expecting was 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 ever being ready. Was I was I was I ready? You know what I'm saying? Do I how I know I'm gonna know how to take care of a, a child? But they but what they were telling me was was man, it comes naturally. It comes naturally. I'm like, oh okay, you know. But like I said, man, I just I just took it head on, man. There was nothing I could do. It was no turning back. Right, definitely no turning back, brother. But I definitely needed those people in my corner, though. So, what was it like? Um, were you in the were you in the room when she had the baby? Where you know what was that like? Yeah, I was in there. What was that experience like? Yeah, I was covering my eye. <laughs> yeah, I kind of figured that, man. Like I said, earlier, you want to get that little fish off the hook. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I wouldn't, hey, I was there though, but yeah, hey, I was. I ain't, I ain't had no gloves on tonight. I cut my baby umbilical cord though. That's a wonderful experience, right? That was dope. That's 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 dope. Yeah, it's definitely had, a great had, experience to be. Yeah, family up in there. Yeah, it was a good experience. That's wonderful, man. So, uh, so as you move now, what is your daughter's um, name, and how old is she now? So, uh, my daughter' name is Trinity, Princess Trinity. She's she about to be four years old. October, she's gonna be four wow. years old. And she she really likes dresses and Frozen. If y'all know what that that is, Frozen the movie. Um, she likes the color dance. She likes arts and crafts a lot. She really okay, likes- little artist. Mm-hmm. She's really smart. She's actually right here, too. Yeah, I hear in the background. I was about to say, you might have to get her on an interview. Let her get up in here and talk a little bit. You want to say hi? <laughs> you want to say hi to America? No. Nah, she ain't ready for that. She's like, <laughs> That's cool, though. That's cool. So let me, let me, let's, let's move a little fast forward here, man. Now she's, your daughter's four years old. So let me ask you this, if it's not too personal, I mean, we, we got a little transparent, but how are the relationship going between you and the mother? You co-parents and you, you guys, how are y'all working that out? Yeah, we are. We here. We in a relationship. We got, we doing it together. We got each other back in this, you know, going through life together. But hey, you, number one thing you got to have is patience. It's a, it's a big thing. Little word. Big meaning, but you really gotta have patience with this man for real. And, you know, it's a teamwork. It's 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 a team, really a team. It's, it's really y'all against everybody. You know, you your child and your child's mother. If 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 you are dealing with each other, it's y'all against everybody. Um, but we 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 doing it. We, that's great, man. That's great. Like you said, definitely the words you said, man, teamwork. And the, the last part of that, it, that work part, man, that's something that you constantly got to continue to show up for. You know what I'm saying? Every day. Every no day. Yeah, you can't take no days off when it, when it comes to being a father, brother. That's a that's a lifetime job, um, a lifetime of, of, of happiness, man. A lot of priceless moments when it comes to being a father. You know, you know, even if, say, if someone had a, a rough childhood or whatever, or maybe they felt a little abandonment or didn't have a mother or, or a father, um, just think, you know, once you get your own family, 
and you gonna understand how life can hit you any kind of way. You know what I'm saying? So it's really no point of if you ain't, especially if you are if you, if you were in your teenage years. The biggest focus is making sure the next couple of years is gonna be smooth. You know what I'm saying? Have a goal for the next couple of years. Don't just go day by day thinking like, yeah, I'm just trying to get to tomorrow. Like, no, think about think about your next five years. Them that is important. Your next five years is very important, no matter what age you're in, because it can just shape your destiny. It can shape your future, like, and that's real, like, little stuff like that. Yeah. That's definitely real. You still there, Tom? Okay. That was getting a little feedback. I don't know if you might have me on speakerphone. But, yeah, but that's definitely real, bro. Um, So, how old are you right now, Tom? 25. 25. 25. So, what would you tell? So, you was actually, what, 20, four years, four years ago. So you like so you're 21 years 21 years old when you had your um your daughter. So what would you tell a young man around that age or younger, um, in that about to step out on that on that path of being a father by choice or just by you know that um life experience? Mm-hmm. What advice could you give him? Yeah, I would tell him. Yeah. Okay, eat your lollipop. I would tell her, you know what, I would tell a young king to you gotta be ready for anything. And now that you are responsible for another life, really think really think about this as you got no second chances. You know what I'm saying? You gotta do what's best for you and yours. You really ain't got no more second chances. Ain't no more oh um I messed up, somebody gonna fix this. Don't think like that. Don't think no one's about to come fix any problems for you. That's why you got to make the best decisions. Don't and don't make quick decisions either. Make sure whenever you have to make a, a decision that affects you or anybody else in your circle that you really do all your research on that. You got to really sit and think about these choices that you're about to make for the rest of your life. Also, also get a hustle other than working a job. Figure something out. Figure something out to make money while cuz you we're going through a virus right now. Who would have ever thought in all these years a virus would have made all these, the world shut down? Anything can happen. You got to have something going on for yourself that you can leave, leave for your for your futures. You know what I'm saying? Leave for your future generations. Man. Definitely. The key word that, that we talk about now, Tone, and that, you know, is really um, something that... Has been taken away, and that is um, generational inheritance. You know, a legacy. Definitely. And in our situation, a lot of times, you know, because of what we went through, or just people as a general um, have went through, there's nothing to hand down. You know, and a lot of other situations, or a lot of other people, they have that. They have that, that generational wealth that they can hand it down. And we can do that ourselves. It's not like it, we, it's impossible to do. I mean, there's a lot of obstacles in the way, but we show that we're very resilient, resilient, and we can we can make it happen. And that's by starting your own business or making um, sound investments um, so that you can leave a legacy, not for you, but your, your kids and their kids, you know what I'm saying, your grandkids. So it starts off, like you said earlier, about 
building up uh, uh, people around you and having a having a team that you guys can talk about, make sound decisions that is going to be um, benefit you guys to where you're not going out there and taking risks and nobody knows about the risk but you. But then you include everybody whenever when you when you take the loss. Now right. everybody has to take the loss. Right. Can't bring everybody down with your bad with your bad choices. That's selfish. You go. Yeah, it, it can be. It can be. But you you know the one word we talked about earlier is about maturity. If you're not mature enough, then you're gonna do that. Yeah, I totally agree. Totally. You know what I'm saying? Like you you brought the word hustle. I mean, yeah, it's good to have a hustle, but it's it's two things that you definitely want to have in your tool belt, and that's a trade. One is a trade, mm -hmm. right? So that way, once you learn that skill, can't nobody take it away from you. Yeah. Right? And the other one is this sound, good education. And I don't mean, you know, you got to go to school for 15, 20 years. You know, that's not for everybody. When I talk about education, I mean – Look at your resources. Gra gather resources that's going to benefit you. You know, do some studying, like you said earlier. Don't jump into an investment without studying and researching it first. And education will help anybody. I don't care if it's just reading a book on how to fix a motorcycle or go on YouTube on how to fix a motorcycle. But once you learn how to do that, mm. nobody can take it away from you. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. And we got to teach ourselves, too. We can't wait on nobody to teach us either. Like you said, reading a book. Getting up, researching—that's that's that's really the only way you can really know something is if you teach yourself. Like, as I got older, I realized that you can know it. You can know it. You can know as much as you want to know if you teach yourself. I, I fix a car. Yeah, self self preparation is very important, man. I mean, that's something that you got to have that motivation. I had an acronym, and I was gonna go on on um IG live earlier today. That I'm trying to do something once once a day, uh, inspire, you know, inspiring word, a motivational word. And one of the words, well, a couple of words I was going to use was affirmation. You know, speak life into yourself. You know, positive affirmation to yourself or to your kids. And that's something you should try. You know, go on YouTube if you don't understand. You know, you want to really get some examples of it. But speaking life into your young daughter. You know, telling her she's a queen, she's a princess right now. But as she continues to grow, she will be a queen one day. And give her some positive um, affirmations about who she is and how beautiful she is. You know. Um, build her confidence up now. You know, so don't wait until she get 12, 10. Now build it up so she knows that when she's seven or eight years old, and they say, Who are you? And she'll tell you, you know, she say her name. Where are you from? Say where she's from. Where are you going to be? I'm going to be such and such. Why do you know you're going to be such and such? Because my daddy told me I could do that. You know what I'm saying? That confidence. You know, she had that confidence. At eight years old, she looked at somebody right in the eye and said, I am a queen. I'm a princess and a queen in the making. That goes a long way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because she already knows she Can't nobody shake her foundation. You know why? Because her dad told her that. Her dad is already instilled in it. No matter what somebody else say, they're not better than you. But you are great. And you bet you're not better than nobody else, but you can't, but you are great. Don't put yourself above everybody to nobody, you know, that you you just like, you know, I'm special and I got you gotta bow down to me. No, that's don't be that arrogant, but just know that you are great. Mm. You know? And that's something that I accept. Try, man. Practice it every day. You know, if you not, if you don't, if she go, if you go to work and she's um not up when you do it, well, give it when you got time in the morning or when she gets home from school, or whatever you get home from work. Try that, man. And I guarantee you, after she start really learning 
and she's she start hearing your voice saying it over and over, and she's repeating what you're saying, and she gets old enough to really talk and um, carry out a full sentence. Mm. She'll look forward to that. I'm definitely gonna do that. I'm definitely gonna do that. You know, it's definitely a big help, man. I mean, like I said, we we talk about putting the legacy up. We gotta start from that seed, and when you plant that seed, you gotta nurture it right, or else it ain't gonna come up. You know, it's gonna come up, but then it's gonna have weeds around it. But you gotta, you gotta pluck them weeds. You gotta take them weeds away from it so it don't choke that, that um, that seed, that that plant. And that's the same thing with our, with our children. You know, like yourself, man. You come through a lot, man. I can honestly say you have become a, a mature man. And that's why I talk about that acronym MAD. And when I talk about the the MAD acronym is motivated, aggressive, and determined. I'm not mad because I want to hurt something, but I'm motivated because I know there has to be a change. I'm aggressive because I can't let other little things come my way and, and um, slow me down and distract me. And I say, all right, I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm determined because no matter what comes my way, I'm going through it. I'm going over it. I'm going around it, but I'm going to do whatever I got to do to get to my destination. So I got to stay mad. You know what I'm saying? It's not mothers against drunk driving. They mad because somebody took had a bad decision. I'm mad because I'm, I'm determined and I got a good decision. I'm focused. I'm laser focused. And that's what it takes to be a dynamic dad. So I'm encouraging you by saying these things, man, to encourage you to stay mad. Because every single day you wake up, brother, that is an affirmation of God to say, I'm giving you one day to do this. You got another chance to do this. Give it your best shot. You know what? That, that's, a, that, that's really... Them some words I needed to hear. Definitely. But so tell me as we're going through this this um we mentioned right now, we go through some tough times, no matter what it is, financially, mentally, or spiritually. So how are you dealing with, with life right now, man? So we're in you I'm in Arizona, we're not on a lockdown. So how are you guys dealing with it on a lockdown and um well there in your city? Honestly. So this is how it happened for me. Um, so I was working at I was working at my job. I was at my job for what since 2017. So I had just left my job for a new job. I left my job March 6th. You know, at, at March 6th, around March 6th, the virus wasn't as serious. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it wasn't it wasn't shutting stuff down at the time. So anyway, I left my job March 6th. Started my new job March 11th. Boom. Two weeks into my new job, I had to lay me off. So they let me off due to the virus. Then they talking about, I might, uh, they, they, um, what's the word? They was just pretty much uh, telling me the, was the best option for me is to uh, file for unemployment. Because I'm still an associate with my company, the new company, but it's a, it's a, it's an unpaid layoff. It ain't a paid layoff. It's an unpaid. So whenever Yeah, I ain't have Right, you didn't have enough time in there yet. I'm saying that to say it's just crazy how everything had happened. I feel like I took a big leap and then boom, something that I had no control over, which is life, came in and it's blocked. It's a it's a hindrance. You know what I'm saying? Just like anything else in life. You feel like you wanna you about to take a good a nice jump, do something new, da 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 and it don't work out. I can't, yeah, I can't. You know what I'm saying? What am I supposed to do? Just be like, oh, my job laid me off. Now, you know what I'm saying? I got to keep pushing. It's not, you know what I'm saying? I got it's, I, it ain't just me. I got my daughter to think about. I got my girl to think about. Family. I can't just give up. 
So I got to keep pushing. If, if, if that's right, finding true, another job true. or uh, finding, another, finding different hustles to make money, you know what I'm saying? Different ways to make money. I got If it came down to it, I'm going to have to do what I got to do due to this natural disaster. So. Right, so, so let me ask you this question. I mean, uh, hopefully you you're able to file from your other job. You you oh, was yeah, been in how long you at your first job? Okay, so with those three years, you do have workers compensation coming to you at workers compensation. You had to do that unemployment insurance that's due to you because of what you Correct. paid into yeah. and what your employer paid into. So you're able to get that for those three years that you were there. So that's a good thing. Hopefully you take advantage of that until you know. Things either you know change over or or you know to help you out um, yeah, along the way. All I can do is just wish for the best. Well, so so I mean, did you take advantage of that? Or you haven't looked into it yet. I'm waiting on them. Yeah, I'm waiting on them to give me the okay. okay. Pretty much. Well, check this out. I don't know if they still have it or they're going to let people even get involved with this. But when people went on unemployment, they had um, different, they would pay or help you get training, hmm. a different training. You know what I'm saying? Because when Obama was there, he had set up so people get skills. I mean, that was always there, but it was encouraging it more that now if you're on, a, on an unemployment, some states had, they wanted you to go through these training courses um, instead of looking for another job. They had, they had these um, programs set up where you go and look on a computer, but then you could take classes um, to, to learn a skill. So definitely check into look into that, man. I know one time yeah. you talked about getting your CDLs. That's still on the table for me. That's that's still on the table. So I mean, yeah. So check into that and see if that's possible. That you, you know, maybe they could get you in a class where you can go through the CDLs. I know right now it's kind of tough, but a lot of truck drivers, their truck companies are looking for truck drivers because it's certain certain things going on that they're one of the the places that's high demand mm. for deliveries. You know what I'm saying? So, but definitely check in to if, see if there's any um, trainings available that you can take um, while you're there, while you're on unemployment to get your skills up, you know what I'm saying? Get some training, get some certifications behind you in this, in this moment that we're in. This moment that we're in, man, understand this, man. And, and this is, I think, Albert Einstein might have said, in the midst of a chaos comes great opportunities. And that's, that's right now. There's great opportunities waiting, but you got to be willing to take them. You got to be willing to go out and not take a risk. Because we're already in a risk situation, but take advantage of the opportunities that's sitting in front of you. They laid out all over the place. But you got to seek them out which one fits you. They're there. And um, so that, that's, a, that's a great thing, man. Another thing I just want to encourage you to do, man, um, and just think about when we talk about our next jump that we make, man. We got to make sure that there's a net, a safety net there. And when I say that, man, maybe financially put some money to the side. So like you said, if, you, if something go bad, you got a little something, yeah. some money laid around. You know what I'm saying? And the other thing is just looking at, okay, can I take some time off my job and test this, test this job off out before I, I make that leap? You know okay. what I'm saying? Ask the boss, you know, look, can I have three days off? If you got some personal, you was there three days, so you should have vacation time or some personal time coming to you. You know what I'm saying? And say, so, hey, you know, can I have three days off? Now, they don't like that, but understand this right now, man. And the way that we go on in technology, you got to be one step ahead of everything that's going on. You look at uh, football. 
Here's a guy, Dak Prescott, who was everybody around him on the team got a contract but him. Some will say it's his fault because he won't take the money that Jerry Jones has given him. Others will say Dak is being robbed because he's been loyal. Others will say, Dak, take that one year and then see where you go from there. Bet on yourself again. Dak's like, yo, I done did all that. I done did everything y'all say do. They offer me money. I'm offering, I'm putting on the table what I want, and they won't give me what I want. But I didn't did everything that I, I, I was told to do. I was underpaid for two or three years, and I'm putting something on the table and they won't give it to me. I bet on myself. I'm here. So you always gotta be confident in who you are. But you gotta make sure that when you put something on the table, you know you you did yeah. you, you did what you had to do. You know what I'm saying? Man. This thing called get crazy. So I want yeah, this thing called life get crazy. Huh? Hey, brother, but I mean the thing with life, brother, there's great opportunities, man. There's a lot that we can we can um Think of this, man. I mean, I like to give a lot of scenarios. And you, you know this by now. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a man. I don't like to talk too much. I'm going to let you do some talking after this because I want you to really go deep and be transparent with the with the um, listeners, man. Tell them who Tone really is, man, and what Tone is about to do. But my thing is this, brother. God has given us an opportunity, but what, what he said to us, I'm going to give you a gift. You have a gift and you have a talent. And it's up to you to use that. He said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna come back one time and uh, one day and ask you, what did you do with that?" Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So you gotta remember that and say, when somebody asks me, "What am I doing? What is my gift and what is my talent and what am I doing with it?" You gotta be able to have the answer. What is my gift? What is my talent? What am I doing So you be a little transparent with the people, man. Let them know. You know what? What is that in, for you, man? What is your why, bro? Man, oh, tell you the truth, that's a hard question. I'm still figuring out day by day. I kind of got an idea, but shoot, I come up with a new idea every day. I come up, you know, with me, I come up with adventures every day. I feel like. I don't know. I feel like sometimes I'm a different cat. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out exactly what I feel like I can be doing for the rest of my life. You know what I'm saying? I'm still, I'm still trying to figure that out. Yeah. Um, I feel like I still got some time to figure that out. That's true. That's true. But we don't want to lay on that too much because sometimes when we 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 figure we got too much time, not say we, you procrastinate, but you get um, distracted. And instead of one year, it's three years now. You know what I'm saying? And you notice you haven't moved very far. You only went two blocks. And in life, you say two blocks in life. You know that's like whoa, two blocks. You know what I'm saying? So what you need to you know, what I found out, what I, I started learning to do, man, was writing things down, write my ideas down. You know, when I, I'm, I'm a very, very creative guy, too, and I start up a lot of different things. So I start writing them down. Like what I'm doing right now, that's my passion. This is what I always wanted to do. I got programs that I've written down 15 years ago, but I wasn't running them. But now, at 53... Everything's all in, bro. 
And I done done a lot. I challenge you to challenge my kids. Is this. I've made over $200,000 in my year, in my lifetime. So I, I expect you, my daughter, and my son to make that more. Yeah. More than that. You know what I'm saying? I'm a chum. Ooh, ooh. I don't know. So, these, days, these, days are di- these days are different now. Not- definitely they're different. Definitely they're different. They're supposed to be. I'm definitely I'm way more hungry. They got to be, bro. Yeah, definitely. That's what I said. You got to put that word in your head. When you wake up every day, you got to wake up mad with a smile on your face. Motivated, aggressive, and determined to leave a legacy for that young lady that's sitting there beside you. Yo, I heard you. Let me get something that's not so deep, man. We done got real deep in this rabbit hole that we was going down, bro. But let me ask you this. I heard you yeah, told me one time you was getting some music, man. What's up with that? one of the things that's definitely on the table as well. Um, right now, that, you know, to be honest, music is at the top of my to-do list. I just got to, uh, you know, I had to, I got to make this investment, you know, into the right equipment. That's really been holding me back. So honestly, I, I have plans on getting specific equipment very soon. And yeah, that I, music is definitely a passion of mine. Something that's been a part of my life forever. Something that music and, I, and music is really music really gets to everybody. You know, that's one thing that you can you trying to reach out to a whole different a lot of people. Music is definitely the way to go. Hmm. Yeah. So, so when you say music, you talk about writing it, produce, you know, producing it, singing, performing. You know, what, what you talking about? What type of um, area of music? So, put you writing, performing shows. Um... Oh yeah. I got so, bars. so you telling me you got bars? Well, well, let's let's hear some of that talent, bro. Hold on, baby. Hold on, baby. I'm about to rap to the people right quick. I'm about to show them what's in my mind. I'm about to make a story right quick. Hold on. Here. Hold on. Let me see what you got there, brother. Man, you holding out on him. You holding out on me, man. That's what it's about. And you ain't never on the spot when you're ready. You ain't got to get ready. You always should be ready. So here we go. Another lesson. Open your book. Get a pencil. Get ready. Hey, all this stress in there, believe it. Best believe they're going to see what I mean when I mean it. Hey, yeah, I'm on the block, but I ain't selling no rock. I'm trying to work the clock. Baby, know how I rock. What you mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, give me. You got to let me get warmed up. <laughs> I hear you, brother. I hear you, brother. But yeah, you you got a little something going on there. I hear you. Know you getting a little um, you getting you thinking too much about what you got to do. But that's that's what that's a good thing though, man. Stick to what you're doing, man. If you don't even get on the stage, you you write for somebody. You know what I'm saying? They making big money as well. You know what I'm saying? Might be some guys out there that's like what you're saying, and it might be good for them yeah. to, to wrap it out. For real, man. I got a couple. 
I got a brother that's that's doing music right now. A couple brothers that I ran to, and I had one brother. I I use his um intro on one of my songs, Man Up. And his name is Sincere. I I I'll think about getting him on here, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna get him on a later date. And I asked him earlier just as um a suggestion to do an Instagram live or a Facebook live. Um, and he just performed. You know what I'm saying? I had some other cats that I come in, some other fathers, and we just talk. But let him get a chance before, just like you did. Have all y'all come on and express your talents. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I thought so too, man. I'd have him come on and um, it'd be like an interview, but just perform right in front of the people. You know what I'm saying? Let them see how dynamic you are. He get up here and just sing or he rap. You get in here and sing and rap. I got another young brother that that used to be in um perform a little bit. Let him get on here and he do his thing. But just let the people see how dynamic you guys are, man. I mean, hey, I'm gonna tell you what, man. If nobody don't celebrate you, brother, I'm going to celebrate you. Right there. I got a poem that that I usually read, man. I'm going to read it right now for you, man. This is an affirmation for you, right? It says this. This is how the poem goes. He said, a father. He never looks for for praises. He never looks. He's never one to boast. He just goes on quietly working for those he loves the most. So I'm going to read it again in case the people didn't really understand it. He said, he never looks for, for praises. He never is one to boast. He just goes on quietly working for those he loves the most. That's not an original for me. That's from somebody else. But I'm, that's something that I often read on my other other um, episodes just to encourage the fathers that you know, hey, man, yeah, you're I doing a great job. That you can send me that poem. Uh, definitely, brother. I'll text it to you. I, you know, I always try to say you some motivational words, man, in the morning or in the afternoon. It's something to keep you going. You always catch me at the time. Yeah. So, so listen, man, I, I know your daughter's there. You know, I, mean, I don't want to take up too much of her time because those moments are very priceless, man. So, get ready to let you go, man. But give me some, uh, I don't know if it's really deep, but just give me some transparent words, man. You already, you know, threw some, some gems out there for the brothers, but give me something real that's um, from your heart that, you know, you about to let these brothers know who Tone is and how to encourage yeah. them to, to, to be continue to be good fathers. Out here, we about, you, you, it's, it's you. Worry about yourself out here. Don't, don't, um, worry about yourself out here because when you at the top, it's going to be you at the top by yourself. When you at the bottom, you at the bottom by yourself. Don't expect no one to come out. Don't, don't get used to things. That's one thing I always be telling my homies. Don't 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 get used to stuff because once you get used to it, people really will take advantage of you or people will have different thoughts of you once they feel like you're getting used to something. Always feel like like you just can't get used to things. Like don't get comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Cause things can change so quick. Things can flop so quick. Don't get used to things. Don't get comfortable. Keep keep get you like being uncomfortable. That's the only way you'll be able to really go uh yeah ba- uh face face all your battles head on because you gotta get used to being co- uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? You, you this is nothing to you. Oh, something new? Oh, a new battle? Easy. You know, that's how you gotta see life. Cause this joint ain't no joke. And people out here ain't gonna just you know, everybody. Mm-mm. Don't get used to stuff and, and know that you out here by yourself. Walk walk walk. Walk every day knowing that, yeah, it's, it's me against the world. Have that kind of mindset. You'd be all right. You'd be all right. Definitely, definitely. Definitely. 
Yeah, what was that? What was that uh, cat that came up with that song? Man. Sit down, be humble. Kendrick, right? He he came out and basically said what you're saying in a nutshell is, yo, you think you somewhere else or you think you somebody else, you ain't. Right. Sit down, bro. Be humble, and when man. You do come up, don't even don't say. Appreciate what you got. Different. Be the same cat you was, and you ain't had nothing. Let people think what they want to think, because when the truth when the truth comes down to it, if you true to yourself, you can't you can't break that. That's unbreakable. You can't you can't break someone who's true to themselves at all. It's, it's, and these cats out here, and really, definitely, here, definitely, man. Your age nowadays, they don't care nothing for you. They 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 they. They dare you to do something stupid and then walk away once you did it. You know what I'm saying? Or laugh at you when you're in trouble. Like, nah, get out of my face right. with that. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't helping me. or trying to help better yourself. Right, right. I don't want nothing to do with you. Definitely, definitely, man. It's all about that growth, man. But um, like I said, man, I appreciate your time, man. I don't want to take it for granted by you know taking up too much of your daughter's time. So I do thank you, um, Tone Tone June. This is Tone June from Charlotte, North Kakalaka, and he's um with me on Dynamic Dads, man. I no, do I appreciate you, man, for coming on, being transparent with the guests. It's really on the, about to take over. They don't even know. Don't even oh yeah, know. oh yeah, oh yeah. We about to go nationwide. <laughs> they they got a donation. Why? Hey, and, and just to let you know, man, we got shirts, we got apparel coming out. Dynamic Dad Apparel. We got t-shirts already printed out. Uh, I, I got some jewelry line coming out. You know, maybe some watches a little later on, but I got some pendants right now. So, you know, yeah, yeah, definitely stepping out there, brother. Yeah. Stepping out there. Yeah. So this is once again, this is Dynamic Dad. This is Dennis Jacobs with Dynamic Dad, and this is another episode hey. that's not going down, but it's going up. You know what I'm saying? And so I appreciate for coming on and for listening to my podcast Dynamic Dad, check me out on Apple check me out on Spotify check me out on Anchor Platform um, Breaker, whatever you got man look up Dynamic Dad and I know we're there man, thank you man for having so me so I appreciate you, you don't have a good day hey, much love, man I look forward to seeing you uh, seeing you in person soon and definitely seeing you, um, your, your sweet queen that little princess you got right, right there brother tell your mom and everybody I said hello